Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are hot girl walking and talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl, and from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for choosing to be here today. Yesterday was the launch of this podcast, and the response has been so overwhelmingly positive and kind, and I know that we are about to do great things together. Please, if you're feeling generous, feel free to like, share, subscribe, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast, and let's continue to level up every single day. One of the biggest questions that I've gotten in the past 24 hours is how can I make sure that I am getting the most out of my hot girl walk? So like I said yesterday, if you are not walking while you're listening to this podcast, it is so okay. But if you are using this podcast with the intention of enhancing your hot girl walk, let's break down a little bit about how that should look. So a hot girl walk is at your own pace, although sometimes I'm going to challenge you and ask you to step it up a little bit, but it's at your own pace and it's with the intention that you are not only enhancing your physical body, but you are also enhancing your mental mindset. And I know that the term hot girl walk might be a little misleading, but please do not misunderstand. This has nothing to do with physical appearance. This has everything to do with how we are feeling and bringing that main character energy to life. You are the main character in your story. You are leveling up your life and creating the life that you deserve to live. And being on a hot girl walk, stepping into that highest version of yourself is exactly how we are getting there. And like I said, if you are not walking right now, it doesn't matter. You are choosing to be here and level up and empower yourself to have the greatest day, week, month, year possible. And that's what counts. So thank you so much. Let's jump right into it. The first thing I want to dive in today is really setting our intention for what is going to happen while you are listening to this podcast today. So if you are walking, I want you to feel connected to the ground, bring your shoulders back, straighten up your posture, and really get into that mindset that you are the main character and you are doing something amazing for your health right now. And if you're not walking, I want you to really take this time to think about why you're listening to this podcast. Who are you choosing to become? Remember, I'm going to be asking that question all the time because I truly believe that when we mix visualization of our highest self along with the actions necessary to become that woman, amazing things are going to happen. There is no going back from here, sister. You are choosing to be here right now. You have said that you are going to make today the greatest day that it can be. So let's make it happen. Now, I know how easy it can be to fall into this mindset trap of thinking that we're not doing enough or we're not worthy enough, or maybe we're letting people down in our lives. Sister, listen to me. There is always going to be somebody who may have something negative to say about the decisions that you're making, about the life that you are living, about anything regarding you. And here's the hard truth. Even if that person means a lot to us, even if they care about us, they love us, if they have a negative opinion, it does not matter. What tends to happen a lot of times when we start to become better versions of ourselves and we start to grow and heal and really take our journey seriously, the toxic people in our life that are not at that point, they feel so threatened by that. 
because when you're growing and healing, you're showing them that there's a better way. You're showing them that growth is possible. And for somebody who is not in that place, they have a very hard time understanding that and they feel threatened because you're showing them that there's a better way and they're not ready to accept that. So they're going to do everything they can to try to pull you back down to where they are. So as we start to heal and grow, there may be people like coworkers or maybe distant friends or acquaintances that seem to have a problem with the way that you're growing and healing, and maybe you're not gonna worry about them. You might not care about their opinions. However, it tends to become more difficult when the people closest to us are seemingly trying to pull us back down because they're not ready to accept that there is a healthier way and that growth and healing is so possible. Then the question becomes, how am I supposed to grow and heal and become the best version of myself when the person or people closest to me have a problem with it? Maybe they live in your house. Maybe you see them every day and maybe you love them with all of your heart. Sister, I do not want you to think that you just need to cut these people off and walk away. Sometimes that's necessary. And when we get to that point and we really understand that there's no boundaries that we can set, we've tried everything else, yeah, sometimes we have to admit that we need to distance ourselves from these people, but you don't need to jump to that step right away. There are boundaries that we can set with these people. And the bottom line is that when we are so convinced that we deserve better and we are so ready to become the best version of ourselves, it's a lot clearer to us why we're doing this. So when those people close to us, when they start to maybe say something negative or they make a passive aggressive comment that just feels hurtful, you can hear it and you can let it maybe hit you a little bit, but it doesn't have to sink in and it absolutely does not need to derail you. It does not need to send you flying off of your course. The bottom line for your journey is that it is your journey. And regardless of what anyone else has to say about it, girlfriend, you are doing this for you. And one of the best ways that we can create new habits and not only create them, but get them to stick is by feeling so powerful in why we are creating those habits, but also sharing them with people around us. So yes, you may have loved ones, the people closest to you that do not understand why you're doing what you're doing. But remember, you have decided that this is your journey. This is what you are doing to become the happiest, healthiest version of you. So I want you to be loud and proud about the new habits that you are creating, about the new routines that you are putting into place. If somebody starts to make fun of you being on a hot girl walk, that's okay. Take it with a grain of salt. Remember, nothing is personal. That person, if they have something negative to say, it's not you that they're going after, it's the concept. They would be saying that exact negative thing to anybody in your spot. And now that you're aware of that, you don't need to let it set you off of your course. Instead, maybe you can use this as a teaching opportunity. Again, one of the best ways to create a new habit or routine and get it to stick is by sharing it with other people, educating other people. So yes, if you've got someone negative, maybe they're saying those things that you do not wanna hear, give them a few sentences about why you're doing what you're doing. Help them understand who you're trying to become. And maybe at first they won't get it. 
They won't see the value in what you're doing. That's okay. But over time, when you stay consistent and you show them that you're not backing down, they're going to start to see a change in you. They're going to start to feel that light and energy radiating from you because that's why you're doing this, right? First and foremost, we do this for ourselves, but when we are growing and healing, becoming the best version of ourselves, it is inevitable that the people around us want to be near us because we're giving off that high vibe energy and that is priceless. So while it might seem counterintuitive to be thankful for people that are hating on our journey, they're actually a giant tool for us. And like I said, if it gets to a point where you realize that this person, if they're close to you and they are just hating on you and trying to drag you down, if it becomes inevitable that they're not willing to change their mindset about it, all right, maybe we have to distance ourselves. But first, let's give them a chance to see what true change and growth and healing looks like. And in those moments where it gets overwhelming, because sometimes it does, we're all vulnerable to being overwhelmed because our journeys are going to lead us to obstacles. They are going to lead us to roadblocks like people that care about us who are trying to hold us back. It is inevitable that we are going to start to feel overwhelmed at different parts in our journeys. So here's what I want you to take away from this, sister. In those moments where it feels overwhelming and in those moments where it feels like you are just up against so many people that do not want you to succeed, I want you to think about it like this. If you're anything like me, you have probably spent so much of your life trying your hardest to please other people. There's a really good chance that you have put yourself on the back burner for years to help make sure that everybody else was taken care of, whether it's your family members, your kids, your partner, your coworker, whoever it might be. There's a really good chance that you are a hardcore people pleaser. Because I was a hardcore people pleaser, and I understand how much energy it takes and how depleted I would feel at the end of the day when I was giving all of myself to everybody else and not taking any time to focus on me. But when it comes to being the happiest, healthiest version of ourselves, we understand that it is critical to take time for ourselves, not only to recharge our batteries and get ourselves feeling good, but to ensure that we are the happiest version of ourselves, the healthiest version of ourselves, so that we can give that to everybody else around us. If you didn't know this about me, I am a certified personal trainer and I'm also a mental health therapist. Last year at this time, I was still doing therapy full-time. I left in August so that I could pursue my personal training business and then it became very clear very quickly that there was a huge gap in the market with helping women not only achieve their physical goals, but achieve their mental health goals. So it's my job every single day to work with my clients to not only get them feeling their best physically, but also mentally. And one of the biggest challenges that my clients are facing when we first start to meet is that they feel like if they take any time for themselves, that it's selfish. 
that if they take any time for themselves, that means that they're taking time away from the people that they love, whether it's their kids or their partner or their coworkers. I've had clients tell me that they're not sure if they can add working out into their routine because that means that it's taking time away from being with their kids. And I totally understand this concept and I'm here to really shatter this myth that self-care is selfish. The reality of this situation, girlfriend, if you are not able to take time for yourself and recharge your batteries and get yourself feeling refreshed, there's a very high chance that you are not able to give your best self to the people that you love the most. I think as a society, we have been conditioned to believe that we just need to go, 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 never take a break, never stop catering to other people. And we have been conditioned to believe that we do not need to take care of ourselves or we will take care of ourselves if we have time. But the reality is if we don't create the time for self-care and not only self-care, but self-love, if we don't create that time, it's never going to be there. Because again, if you're like me, you have probably spent most of your life being a hardcore people pleaser. And when we spend all of our time focusing on helping and being there for everybody else, but we ignore ourselves, we get tired, we get irritable. And even though this is the farthest thing from what we want to happen. When we get to this point, who do we take it out on? We take it out on the people closest to us, the people that we want to be there for the most. I want you to think about maybe an argument that you have had with uh, a loved one, your spouse, your kids, somebody close to you. I want you to think about an argument that you had when you were so exhausted, it felt like you couldn't think anymore. And I would bet that you did not want to take anything out on that person, but because you were so tired and because you felt so irritable, maybe you exploded on them because there was nobody else around that could take the heat at that moment. This is what happens when we fail to take time for ourselves. And I'm not saying it's an easy habit to change. It feels impossible at first because we have programmed our brains to think that we don't matter and that we do not need to take time for ourselves and our best interests. But I need you to hear me loud and clear, sister. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is the most critical thing that you can do to not only be the happiest, healthiest version of yourself, but to also consistently give your best to those around you who need it the most. Maybe being a people pleaser is who you were, but from this point forward, we are going to work on changing that because there is no way that you can take care of everything you need to take care of while being so hyper-focused on ensuring that everybody else's needs are met before your own. I know we're talking about some heavy stuff here and I might be throwing your whole world upside down, but I promise you this is going to get easier. So let's break this down so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Because if you're hearing me say, well, okay, I need to take care of myself so I could take care of other people. What does that mean? How do I add this in? The biggest key to making sure that these new habits stick is breaking them up into smaller pieces and really taking time each day to do small, consistent things to reach that larger goal. 
I call these baddie steps, not baby steps. We're not babies, we're baddies. And we take baddie steps to build consistent routines that are replacing the ones that are hurting us until we keep doing this over and over again in three months, six months, a year from now, you look back and you say, holy crap, I have a brand new life. And you are the one who is making it happen. But it doesn't feel overwhelming because we are not going from zero to a hundred. And I'm going to break this down in another episode because there's so much to dive into here. But if you are somebody who is addicted to that all or nothing mindset, that is also a habit we are going to start to change because I want you to really think about what the all or nothing mindset has done for you over time. I see this all the time with my clients and I was also the person that was always from zero to 100, right? I wouldn't work out for like two weeks or three weeks and then I'd be like, okay, well now I'm gonna hit the gym for three hours a day, six days a week, I'm cutting out all carbs, I'm cutting out all processed foods and you know what would happen every single time without fail? The first couple of days, be feeling good. Yes, I got this. I got this. And then it was inevitable by day four or five, I would feel so exhausted and burnt out and irritable that I would slide all the way back from 100 to zero. And then another two weeks would go by and I would be back in the same exact spot. So this all or nothing mindset seems like it makes sense because we think that we need to jump into something and go as hard as possible, but our brains are primitive. They are not capable of keeping up with that mindset because when we talked about yesterday with neuroplasticity and really rewiring our brain, that's a process. It doesn't just happen overnight. So instead of jumping from zero to 100, we use baddie steps to really break it down day by day so that it does not feel like an overwhelming process and it doesn't feel like it's taking over your life. I say this to my clients all the time. I am not here to add to your plate. I'm here to help you manage it. And adding these baddie steps in every single day, at first it might feel a little bit like a chore because they're new habits that maybe you haven't implemented before, but in a week, in two weeks, especially by that three week mark, you start feeling so confident because the other part of this is that when we set smaller consistent goals for ourselves and then we consistently hit those goals, our confidence starts to build. The easiest way that we can build confidence is by making promises to ourselves and then keeping those promises. And it works both ways. When you set very lofty goals that could be attainable if you were a superhero or, or some kind of fictional character, uh, when you set very high goals for yourself and then you don't keep those promises, your confidence starts to plummet. And when we do that enough over and over, eventually our confidence is so low, our self-esteem is shot, and we feel like there's no way that we can try again. And you might be at that spot right now. And sister, it is so okay. I need you to give yourself some grace and I need you to give yourself some credit because just because something didn't work in the past or just because you tried in the past and it didn't work out the way that you wanted does not mean that that has any impact on where you go from here. There may very well be other people in the world right now hoping that you fail. Do not join them. Do not give them more fuel to add to the fire. 
Wherever you're coming from, whatever failures you think you have accumulated in your life, it does not matter. There's no need to look back because we are not going that way. This is something that I remind my clients of every single day, and I need the reminder myself as well. Your trauma is not your fault, but your healing is 100% your responsibility. I know you've been hurt, sister. I know that people have done you wrong, and that is not your fault. But from this point forward, every single day when you are choosing to become the best version of yourself, you are accepting responsibility for who you are right now and who you are becoming. And that is powerful. And that is why you are going to succeed. The reason that most people will never even take the first step on this journey is because they refuse to take responsibility and they refuse to put their future in their hands. They would rather let other things tear them down. They would rather be a victim. And we're not doing that here. We are leveling up our lives every single day. And we are taking those baddie steps consistently day by day until our life, our future turns into exactly what we want it to be. And I need you to feel so proud of where you are right now because you are doing it. Choosing to be here today, choosing to listen to this podcast is you doing it. And I'm so proud. Maybe you don't feel it right now, but I am going to keep reminding you that you are exactly where you need to be. You are building the future that you deserve and becoming the woman that you deserve to be. I hope you are feeling so pumped and so ready to take on the rest of your day. You are building the life of your dreams and I am so honored to be here with you. Go share your light with the world. I will be back here tomorrow to crush it with you and... I'll catch you on the flip side.